Welcome to the new talk show where your new hosts talk about new topics regarding old things. This week, the new deal. Wow, talk about wordplay, am I right? Hi, I'm Sahana, your host for today. And I'm your other host for today, Christine. Hope you enjoyed today's segment. So, a little backstory. The New Deal was basically an attempt by Franklin Delano Roosevelt, or FDR for short, at solving the catastrophe created by the Great Depression. The Great Depression was caused by people being super reckless with their money during the Roaring Twenties, or the party era after World War One. The Roaring Twenties followed World War One, which was caused by some archduke getting assassinated by this hand that was black and like... Whoa, this is US history, dude. Oh, oh, right, I forgot. Anyways, after the somber and depressing war that the Americans came out of victorious, the public was in a massive mood to celebrate. And because there was new credit systems and advertising making it easier to buy things, people were more reckless with their money and accumulated a huge debt. So technically, the problems of the Great Depression started before the stock market crashed, but historians often regard the crash as a general starting point for the Great Depression. So Herbert Hoover was the president who basically inherited the mess of the Great Depression, but was unpopular because he didn't react or acknowledge the Depression. He relied on businesses and charities to stimulate the economy and was against welfare because he didn't want the individual to gain a dependence on the government. Also, it wasn't really the norm for the government to be involved in the economy at all, really turned laissez-faire. But by 1932, the people wanted the government to do something about their economic situation, so the elected FDR, who would end up passing a series of legislation over his first two terms that would be known as the New Deal. The government interfered in the economy and is largely regarded as the reason why the depression ended, but let's analyze some of the effects, both positive and negative, of the New Deal. The New Deal, though regarded popular, wasn't actually that effective. It more or less just put a band-aid where the cracks were and didn't do much to actually fix the Great Depression. Pro, FDR passed a record number of legislations during his term and he wasn't afraid of getting directly involved and breaking precedent, unlike the previous administration. He passed so much legislation in his first 100 days that it set a future precedent for all presidents in their first 100 days of their term. Con, it was more quantity than quality. His legislation was just costly and drove us into more debt. He just gave off the impression that he did a lot, but again, it didn't really. Pro, the New Deal provided jobs for a lot of people. Con, unemployment rates were still extremely high, though just slightly less so. Pro, the New Deal passed legislation that would prevent another such depression from occurring again. Now that I think about it, to really determine the winner of this argument, we need actual proof. You're right, let's throw it over to Melissa to enlighten us more about the situation. Thanks guys. So when FDR came to office, the nation was in the grip of the Great Depression, the most severe economic recession in the history of the United States. Over 1 million were homeless and about 12 million people, or 25% of the population, were unemployed. Dang, that's high. So how did FDR help the American people? Unemployment rates reached its peak at the moment FDR took office, but as New Deal programs were enacted, the unemployment rates gradually lowered and virtually full employment was achieved during World War II. How much did it lower during the New Deal? From around 25% to 20%. See, it was still high then! Yeah, though lower, it was still extremely high. But it still created a lot of jobs, right? 
FDR's New Deal programs created millions of jobs and government-sponsored public work projects to rebuild infrastructure in the U.S. The Public Works Administration PWA, completed 34,000 heavy construction projects, improving the infrastructure of America and building highways, airports, bridges, dams, irrigation, and sewage systems. I told you, Christine, the New Deal was effective. In that sense, it was effective. The Civilian Conservation Corps, or CCC, employed young men who produced impressive conservation achievements, planting over 3 billion trees, building 97,000 miles of forest trails and roads, stocking rivers with nearly 1 billion fish, with, uh, which resulted in an increase of wildlife populations. Uh, I thought it drove the nation into more debt. Well, it did that too. The New Deal included many public work projects in addition to the legislation passed. This included the building of 8,000 parks, 40,000 public buildings, uh, 72,000 schools, and 80,000 bridges. The PWA was surrounded by the controversy that it created a huge deficit due to the fact that FDR did not raise taxes. The Roosevelt administration decided to worry about money later. Well then, so how much did it spend? In today's dollars, the Roosevelt administration spent around $500 billion. This includes the public work projects and the programs. Whoa. Yeah, so you may say that Roosevelt did a lot, but it was mainly to stop the bleeding. He created more jobs and passed legislation, but it did not necessarily get us out of the Great Depression. Right, World War II was the event that actually stimulated our economy. Um, exactly, but you could argue for or against the New Deal. It definitely has its pros and cons, and even to this day, there is no right answer. I see. Me too. Thanks for your time, Melissa! No problem. Call me anytime you need me. Will do. Man, after all these numbers, I think this calls for a music break. Hit it! Hey, look at that! It looks like it's... Question, question time! Question time is basically when we answer one college question about the topic that we hopefully can answer. And here's our caller now. Hey caller, you've been selected to be on the new talk show. What is your name and what is your question? Hi, I'm Rebecca. I've been listening to your show and you guys have been doing a really great job of informing us about the New Deal. But the thing is, you've been mentioning general legislation. Could you be a little bit more specific about the acts that were passed? Great question. There actually are a number of acts, but as we have a time limit, we'll just cover a few of them. First off, what exactly do you know about them? Any that you've heard of? Any specific one that you want to learn about? Well, I've heard about the Social Security Act mainly. Yes, that's arguably the most well-known one. I know it provided financial aid to elders, handicapped, and unemployed citizens. It helped maintain temporary financial stability. Well, they found a job, right? Correct. However, there was, and it still is, controversy surrounding the act. It was and is very expensive, and people didn't think it was right that those working are paying off those not working. This act and, others, and other acts like it were also extremely significant in regards to the government's role. We'll go into more about that later. Oh, so there usually were controversies surrounding these acts? Yes, that's why the New Deal was considered ineffective. Wait, no, not exactly. One example is the Tennessee Valley Authority, or the TVA for short. Well, when you use this example... The TVA was a New Deal program that provided jobs and electricity to the rural Tennessee River Valley. 
So what were the benefits? There were many. It provided navigation, flood control, electricity generation, fertilizer manufacturing, and economic development to the Tennessee Valley, a region particularly affected by the Great Depression. Unfortunately, this agency did not exactly accomplish its purpose. Rather than help, it hurt the area. Can you be a bit more specific? Well, let's start off with its sale of electric power. Smaller companies weren't able to compete with the TVA. Many smaller companies consequently shut down and many people lost their jobs. It also was not profitable. It displaced families and even towns and its dam construction hurt the environment. Ah, oh, that doesn't sound very effective at all. That's not to say all legislation was bad. There were so many other acts that were very beneficial, like the, security, like the Securities and Exchange Commission. I mean, I guess that one was beneficial. It was. What exactly did the Securities and Exchange Commissions Act do? Well, for starters, it was created to regulate commerce and sell bonds, and it wanted to help protect investors and avoid the Great Depression from happening again. It's actually one of the few legislations that lasted well past FDR's terms and was incredibly effective in regulating the stock market and creating a fair system. Wow, really? How did it work? Well, for example, it made companies publicly state their worth to prevent overinflation of stocks, and it's a really good example of why the New Deal as a whole was effective. But how does making these companies state their value help improve the conditions of the stock market? I'm still confused. Well, basically, it helps Americans because the information flow is much more active and efficient, and a transparent capital market that facilitates capital formation is very important to our nation's economy, with promoting the disclosure of important market-related information, maintaining fair dealing, protecting against fraud, and more. I think I understand now. Thanks for answering my questions. No problem. Don't be afraid to call again. Now that I think about it, the New Deal wasn't just an attempted solution in a time of crisis, it was a turning point for the government's role. Right. I remember saying earlier that the government was more hands-off or laissez-faire. The problem is, no examples are coming to mind. You know what? For further details and expert examination, let's call up Melissa one more time and ask her for her analysis on the topic. Hey guys, you need help again? Mm-hmm. Don't mean to bother you again, but we're kind of hazy on the details regarding the change in the government's role. Right. I remember now. There was a significant turning point. Let's start with before the New Deal, then. Do you guys remember the Panic of 1819, the Panic of 1837? And then the Panic of 1857, and the Panic of 1893? Wow, we've gone through a lot of economic recessions. Yes, we have. And do you guys recall what the government has done during these economic recessions? I don't remember the government doing much. That's exactly my point. The New Deal showed a change in the government's role. Even when there were uh, economic recessions, the government didn't do anything, at least up until the New Deal. Prior to the New Deal, we see little to no government intervention and regulation of, of the economy, allowing captains of industry or robber barons to profit tremendously, all while creating a larger economic disparity between the classes. Dang, that sounds awful. The government's laissez-faire policy allowed for the existence of political machines, the power of trusts choking out other businesses, as well as monopolies and more. There was heavy fraud, and it was so easy to manipulate the stock market and mess with the economy back then. Now, with the change in the government's involvement of the economy, we see that it is much harder to commit fraud, overall creating a precedent in the government to become more involved in the economy and st starting the change towards creating a far more stable and fair economy. But, at least in my opinion, the New Deal created a culture of dependency. 
Now every time something goes wrong in a society, we sit back and expect our government to fix it. That's not true. Our government is our government expected to sit back and watch when everyone is suffering? That's not a very humane republic, is it? But the thing is, the bigger and more involved our government is, the less freedom we have as individuals, right? That may be, but do you seriously think it's right for the government Guys, to guys, guys, I've heard this debate enough. Can I go now? <laughs> Sorry, our bad. Thanks again for helping us. Of course. Oh shoot, that's all the time we have for today. You're right, we're going to have to continue our debate, I mean, discussion, later. We hope you learned a lot about the New Deal today. Thank, Thank you guys, guys so much, much for tuning in, and we hope you listen in next time. time.